Welcome back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. Today, we're going to be talking about Raheem Mostert. Um, me and Aiden didn't like totally like recap the game, but we're going to talk a little bit about the run game in this episode. Uh, later this week, we're going to have an episode just about you know some of the strengths on this team, like the biggest strengths of, and they're like building blocks kind of. Um, and so we'll get back into the week one game a lot. Um, but for Raheem Mostert, very, very sad to see that he's going to be out for the year. Initially, it was... Uh, reported that it was going to be an eight-week injury, and then Mostert opted for surgery, and he's going to be out for the rest of the season. So really unfortunate news for him. Uh, doesn't doesn't seem like – I mean, it, it just – it sucks. It, it seemed like he's – I mean, we've seen how many times he's gone down, but this is not a guy that is just like, oh, Mostert's gone, like, whatever. Yes, they have other guys that are going to fill that place, but Aiden, you were talking about it before we got on. Mostert's speed in this offense is really, really special, and they're going to lose a dynamic of the offense. Now, Eli Mitchell, fantastic player. Trey Sermon, for some reason, everyone's selling. Well, I get why everyone's selling their stock. It's because he's a healthy scratch. He's a rookie running back, fumbling issues, playbook issues, potential curfew issues, and that's why he was a healthy scratch. It's not about the talent. We saw in preseason, he's still a very strong runner. Him and Eli Mitchell as a one-two punch is going to be very special, um, but it does really suck to have Raheem Mostert out for the season. So, Aiden, what do you think that they lose when they lose Mostert for the rest of this year? Yeah, I think that that you touched on it. They they lose the speed. They lose the home run ability. Obviously, a guy like Eli Mitchell is super-duper fast, and it's not like Sermon is slow or anything like that, but, but you lose the effortless running by people, the 75-yard pitch touchdowns, um, I think we're going to see a few less of those. You could probably pencil in with, with Mostert in there, probably two or three over the course of the season. Um, just, he's, he's just going to run past people. Um, those, those wide sweeps, pitches, um, stuff like that. They're definitely going to lose. Um, but like a lot, like, I, I don't think this cripples the 49ers offense the way that, um, I guess some people do. I think he's a valuable player. Uh, but it could end up being a positive. Maybe you re-sign Mostert next year. Now, um, I th- I was of the the opinion that this season he was going to play himself into a bigger contract elsewhere. But maybe that doesn't happen, and he takes a one year prove it deal, and we get to see um, year two of Elijah Mitchell sermon with one year of of of, of Mostert. Um, and a guy that we can't forget about, Jeff Wilson. He's going to be back this season. They just signed Carryon Johnson. Um, still got bodies in this running back room. Jamichael Hasty, who we both like. Um, I, I think that 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 the Niners' running game is not dead. Um, just missing a, a bit of a component, but I think you can do some some new stuff with a guy like Eli Mitchell as well. Yeah, absolutely. I like your idea of having uh, Sermon and Mitchell in their second year, and then having Mostert in there as another back. I never felt that Mostert was going to be that guy who's going to be like a lead back. I've always loved him as a guy that you give eight touches to because you know that one of those eight touches can very easily be an 80-yard touchdown. Um, and we've seen that – I think you're right about like it's not going to be like it crippled the 49ers. It's not like one of those losses because I think a lot of people look at Mostert and they're like, oh, well, they just lost you know, like their, their best back. I don't really look at their backfield like that. I think that the guys bring different dynamics. For instance, you brought up Jeff Wilson. That's going to be huge when he comes back. He's a very good inside runner. He's a very powerful player. And when you look at what makes Eli Mitchell good, 
same kind of thing makes Jeff Wilson good as well, where he, you know, he lowers his shoulder, he runs guys over. Uh, so both of both those two guys are going to have that kind of power dynamic. Um, also, Eli Mitchell is fast as hell. He runs like a four, three, um, Trey Sermon has an amazing 10 yard burst. We're going to see him hit. I think the best thing about him is that he's a very good in between the tacklers runner. He is an incredibly balanced player and he's also pretty good in the passing game as well. So we're going to see him kind of use more in that, you know, between the tackle and then kind of scat back roll a little bit. We're going to see most, I think we're going to see Mitchell a little bit more outside. And I think we're going to see Jeff Wilson more in the red zone probably than those other guys, but we're also just going to see him in between the tackles as well. So they're going to have three backs that they're going to be able to go to quite a bit. Uh, didn't mention Jamichael Hasty yet. I don't see him carving out a massive role. I think the biggest role he's going to have is being potentially the number two back right now. I, I do expect Sermon and Mitchell to be the main guys next starting next week. Um, and I still think that Hasty will be in that third role because it, for, for his like, yes, there's these problems with uh, Trey Sermon. Jamichael Hasty is not good in, in, uh, in terms of pass blocking, like we saw him back there, he got destroyed a couple times. Um, so he kind of missed a couple assignments. He had some, some, he, he makes guys miss, which is good. And you're going to toss him in there, but he's more suited for that depth back role, I believe. Um, so I do think that for the rest of the year, you're going to see a, a healthy sermon Mitchell, uh, like backfield. And then after, uh, Jeff Wilson comes back, you're going to see probably all three of those guys used a good amount. Uh, Jeff Wilson, uh, he is a little bit similar to Trey Sermon than I think he then comparing him to Eli Mitchell. So you'll probably see, I don't know, who, who do you think is the number one back now when uh, Jeff Wilson returns? Uh, depending on, I mean, I think it's it's going to be a truly hot, hot hand approach. I think that each guy will get three carries in the first quarter and whoever did the best with those three carries may get the carries for the rest of the game. Um, we saw Eli Mitchell get that that hot hand um, last week, but I think it could have easily been Jamichael Hasty. I'm not super high on any like if if you're listening to this for like fantasy advice, I'm not super high on like Elijah Mitchell as RB one for the rest of the year um, because I think Shanahan does not care about anybody's fantasy team um, and will run whoever is running the best, who gives the defense a specific look. Um, really even specific plays. We saw that 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 famous Jeff Wilson angle route to beat the 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 Cardinals. That was a play specifically for him. Um, I think Shanahan is is gonna do that with 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 the running backs given that they bring something different each each way. Um and people are are freaking out and looking at at the Niners scoring 40 points in 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 week one and Elijah Mitchell had hundred yards rushing and a touchdown. Um I don't think and I hope I'm wrong uh, that he's going to be a, like like a thousand yard guy. I expect him to have 700 yards, Sermon to have 700, and maybe Jeff Wilson comes back midway through the season and has 400. Hasty has around 400. Um, I think they'll hit 2,000 maybe as a team, um, and especially when when Lance starts to work himself in a lot more often, that that's going to take carries away. Uh, but if I had to choose an RB one for this next week, it's probably Elijah Mitchell. I think he'll get the first carry given how, how he ran last week, but I expect Sermon to be active. I expect him to get carries. I expect hasty to get carries guy like carry on Johnson, who, who we just signed could definitely get some carries. Um, I just don't expect anybody to be RB one for, for the Niners for more than I guess five, six games this year. 
it wasn't very long ago that carry on Johnson was a starting running back either. I mean, that was 2019. And so a good one. That's, he was yeah, good. He, was, he was pretty solid. And then it just kind of all fell apart. I think, I feel like most of that was injury related though. Cause he was consistently banged up in Detroit. Um, but I, 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 I forgot that he even signed today and I, I did see that, but I didn't even think about that. Cause he's, he's on the practice squad right now. Um, we'll see if he comes in. Now you can kind of look at like what the Ravens did where they're like bringing a bunch of guys in. Like a lot of times one or two of those guys will end up getting moved. So say they bring in carry on and carry on looks amazing. And for some reason they don't think Hastie's is good. Like they might just move on from Hastie. Like we don't, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Like it, but it could happen where like guys get bounced around all the time. Uh, the thing that we do know, the key to this running game is not necessarily the running backs. It is George Kittle. Kyle Juszczyk, Trent Williams, and Mike Wilgunchi, who all looked absolutely amazing on Sunday. You want to look at why the 49ers almost blew out the Lions? That's probably going to be most of your reason right there. Those guys were dominating the line of scrimmage. They were sealing the edge. George Kittle, I know that he, I think he had like 70 yards on a, a few catches, didn't do anything crazy in the receiving game. George Kittle was so good, so good. There were multiple times where they showed Eli Mitchell coming around the edge and George Kittle has the defensive end, the linebacker, whoever it is completely sideways. And you can, and Mitchell just goes right off, right off his butt and just has like five yards of open field and then turns that even into even more yards. So those are the guys that you want to look at for the run game. Cause they're going to be able to find guys that can come in and do it. I do absolutely love Elijah Mitchell though. I think he's a, I think he's a stud. I think he's going to be really good for the system. I think he's like the perfect fit. I'm also incredibly intrigued by Trey Sermon just because of he's a he looks a lot different than some of the backs that Kyle's brought in in a good way, not like in a negative way. Um, so I do think he's going to be good as well. And I agree, like we need to calm down with like Trey Sermon's a bust. It, uh, it's one week into the year, a rookie with a fumbling problem getting benched as a at running back is not you know like red flag central. Red flag central is what the Raiders just did when they had Cleveland Farrell as a healthy scratch who is the fourth overall pick before another edge rusher that is like a perennial 10 sack a year guy. So that's, that's the bigger issue when you're, when you're looking at these. Um, so I don't think it's time to, to freak out about Trey Sermon, but I am very excited about this, this whole running back room. Um, you brought up also Trey Lance is going is to get some carries. Um, I liked your projections. I think they're pretty, pretty solid just because we've seen like how, how it looks at the end of the year. And that's usually what it looks like. Um, also got to bring in, Debo, Ayuk, those are two guys that can compete for carries, or maybe Ayuk, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to talk about that tomorrow, but we'll, we'll see with Ayuk. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think that's all I have on this running back room. It's still a really good room. I do think for fantasy, you can – I think you can hope that Elijah Mitchell is a running back too. I hope that he's a running back too. I, pre- I play a lot of dynasty fantasy football, and I pretty much stashed him in every single league. So right now it is a great time for me and, and fantasy running back, running back wise. Uh, so I, I'm really happy about Elijah Mitchell looking as good as he did. Still really sad that Raheem Mostert is go- is going to be out for the year. Really unfortunate news. Uh, never wish that upon a player. I, I really hope he can come back um, and continue to play good football. I know a lot of people have speculated that he's he's done in San Francisco. We will see. I like Aiden's idea of having those three guys in the backfield next year, but time will only tell. So. Anything else you want to add, Aiden, before we take off out of here? No, I think you hit it right on the head. All right, sweet, man. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, And tomorrow we are going to talk about the mysterious Brandon Ayuk 
situation. I don't even know what to call it, but that's terrifying for me because if you guys have listened to the show for a while, you know that Brandon Ayuk has been my dude for for quite some time. So going to talk about that tomorrow, but this is what we got on Raheem Moster and now this running back room. So thank you all for listening.